Okay, um, as I said, they call me Big Vito, but when I was growing up, they always called me Ricky. I grew up back in the 70s, and I grew up with a very interesting life. My mother was a wonderful person. She came from an Italian family. My grandfather came from more of a, I guess you could say, Dutch-German family. Um, my grandmother on my father's side was a great cook. My grandfather on my father's side was a war veteran. Um, he fought the Nazis in the Germanys. He fought in the Pacific Theater. He was a very uh, hands-on person. He was a very do-it-yourself person. He was a very financial res financially responsible person. He made lots of money. He was a steel-working man. My grandfather, uh, Van Kirk, was also a uh, into the bar scene quite a bit. He would love to chase the ladies, even though he was married and had one wife for many years. He also had a lot of a lot of women. He liked. He, he was a commander of a local bar, uh, veterans of foreign wars. He was very proud of the fact that he was a commander of that. Um, my grandparents on the other side were Italian. Um, very Italian. My grandmother, D'Angelo, was a very good cook. Very good Italian cook. Oh, my goodness, just the best. I think both my grandmothers is where I learned to be cook, a good cook from. I'm, I'm a very good cook. Um, I've got a lot of great skills in my life. I picked up a lot of things that I needed to learn on my own. I moved from my family to get away from some craziness that was going on in my life, which I will get into another time. Um, my grandparents were both involved in gambling. From my being a very young age, I learned to turn, now I'm going to say tricks, but not like prostitution or nothing like that. But like when my grandparents would have card games, I'd learn at a young age to go get beers. I was what they'd call a gopher. And I, what I would do is then I'd go get beers or sandwiches or stuff like that, drinks and water, I'd dump ashtrays, and I'd make things a little easier for the people playing poker, and in turn, I would rake the pot, and what I learned to do at a young age is, I mean like a really young age, I'm talking four, five, six years old, is I would go and dump my change out of my little cup in behind a couch or somewhere, hide it, and some nights I'd end up with like 25, 30 bucks, and for a little kid of my age to run around to the candy store with that much money was like a huge thing. Now... I've seen a lot of huge things in my life with people, you know, things going bad in poker games at, at families' houses and stuff like that. You know, I mean, you know how things go when money's involved. I mean, I don't really have to say anything or get into anything like that, but you could imagine. You know, I mean, there have been some fights break out, drunken parties and whatnot. But, you know, I mean, for the most part, the poker games are always friendly and, you know, no one would really disrespect my grandparents' houses. But, you know, for the most part, there'd always be, you know, a little bit of animosity in the games. And, you know, I mean, somebody would always leave mad. But for the most part, they were always friendly, friendly games. But um, we'd always go out for dinner afterwards. I'd say, actually, it would be breakfast. And I'd be up at, like, 4 or 5 in the morning. We'd go out for breakfast. And uh, I'd always get, like, you know, bacon and eggs or, at the time, I think pancakes maybe. You know, I was a little kid, but I learned to stay up really late. It's 6 o'clock in the morning now. I just woke up at, at 4 o'clock in the morning. I only sleep about 3, 4 hours a night. Um, I really I really don't need much sleep. 
One of my earliest memories, too, is I lived on a place called Henry Avenue in a little town called East Liverpool, Ohio. And I was probably about five years old. And our neighbor's house caught on fire, and it was the Ludwigs, I believe their names. I have a really, really good memory, too. And, and you'll see why with this story. I'll never forget this. And maybe after I tell it, you'll probably not forget it. You'll know why I don't forget it. And my neighbors were the Ludwigs. And... Um, one day my bedroom was, well, my bedroom was always facing their house. One day their house caught on fire, and they had a big Irish setter dog named Red, and he was a beautiful, beautiful dog, and I used to play with him all the time, and he would run up to the little bush line, the kind of fence thing that they had, and I'd play with him all the time. He was a beautiful dog, and, well, you know, the house caught on fire, and the fireman came and kicked open the door, and the dog ran out on fire, and one of the cops heard me scream, and I threw up in my window and started throwing toys and pillows and shit like that out my window, and cop saw the dog running on fire and pulled the pistol out, shot him right there, and, and the firemen were trying to spray him as he ran, but the dog was just running too fast for a fire hose, but not for the cop, and I even know the cop's name, but I'm not going to say his name because he's got a daughter still alive. The Ludwigs are pretty much all passed away, except for I think Bobby's still alive, but... He was a good kid. I always remember him. Um, his sister, Cindy, was my babysitter, and she had passed away, unfortunately. And I always remember her. And his parents had passed away a very long time ago, and I always remember them. Bob and Marge, I believe. And um, they were neighbors of mine well, until the house burned down. They were, they were very early memories for me. Um, but the, the dog, I'll never forget. Yeah, and they came and covered it over with a fire blanket, and my dad came in and seen what was happening and made me look away, and, you know, but he doesn't, you know, I talk to him now, he's still alive at 80 years old, and he don't remember the dog, but he remembers the dog dying in the fire, but he doesn't know anything about the, you know, the dog getting shot other than me telling him, he, you know, he's, he's 80, 81 years old now, but... We ended up moving from Henry Avenue and moved into another city, another part of town, a street called Avondale. And my troubles began there, too. I was a troubled kid. My brother Brad and I had lived on Henry Avenue for years, and we caused a lot of trouble there. My brother was three years younger than me. Um, his name was Mark Bradley, but everybody called him Brad or Bradley. I don't know why we, my dad ever named him Mark Bradley. Um because nobody ever called him Brad, Mark, no one ever, ever called him that, even whenever I'm, uh, people would call him Mark, he'd correct him, nobody ever called him Mark, he'd hate it, I don't know, it was like, even doctors, I mean, they'd call him Mark, and he'd, uh, call me Brad, but, um, we'd, we'd all, we were always, me and him were always trouble together, it was funny, because, um, uh, everybody'd go, oh yeah, Rick and Brad, oh yeah, those guys are nothing but trouble, and uh, whenever I moved away, it was one of the hardest things was to leave my little brother behind because him and I were best friends for a lot of years. And um, he was, you know, he was, he was my womb mate. You know, he was, uh, he was my, my first friend, you know, really, and all that. And uh, it was hard whenever I moved up here to this city, you know, 600 and some miles away from my hometown. And uh, to leave all, the, all my family and friends behind and move up here and start all over again where I only knew you know, basically five people, and uh, it's been a long, strange trip, and I, I don't regret any of it, but um, I'll go into more of that another time, and uh, I want to keep this at about 10 minutes so I don't lose interest.
Well, we moved to Avondale anyway, and uh, my brother and I were playing with a little friend of mine named Doug one time. And uh, now the stories get more interesting as I get older, but I'm just going to give you a flavor of who I am. Now, we were playing with a little kid named Doug, and we had a crawl space underneath our house. And Doug and I were playing down there, and I decided to lock him in the crawl space. And my dad yelled for me, and we were going to my I was going to my grandparents' house with my mom, and my dad was in the house. So I decided to go and, you know, go to my grandparents' house, and me and Brad went, and we laughed, and went to my grandparents' house and had a good time, and we were down to my grandparents' house for about 15 minutes, you know, it was a, about a 20-minute ride to my grandparents' house, so the whole thing took about a half an hour, and, you know, something like that, I'm not sure if we stopped anywhere, I know we were, you know, we were a while, but um, Doug's dad had looked furiously for him, and the police got involved, and they weren't really sure what happened to Doug, and Finally, my dad heard some pounding and went down and let Doug out of the crawl space. And needless to say, I wasn't allowed to play with Doug or not really too many of the neighborhood kids no more. There was another neighborhood kids that, kid that I was allowed to play with till I poisoned him. And how I would have done that is we were making mud pies and um, we were using water and we used some household ingredients that were food. And um, we were using an inside bowl so it was nothing filthy except for we used them red berries that grow on bushes. And we mushed them all up. And I forget the kid's name. I think it was like Craig or something like that. But I, I made him eat it, and he got really sick and, like, had to go to the hospital and had the stomach pumped. And he got really sick, and I was allowed to play with him. And we ended up moving from Avondale. I got in some trouble with some girls there, too. And, um... Yeah, so we ended up moving from there. Shortly after that, my mom and dad got a divorce, so we had moved up to them. Uh, actually, the ending of that was they bought a house and had it built from the ground up. And anybody who's ever had a house built from the ground up knows that that's pretty much the end of a marriage. If you're thinking of getting a house built from the ground up, I've had a lot of friends do it. Like I said, I'm 50. I've had a lot of friends do it. Don't do it. Just buy a damn house. But anyway, this is running a little over 10 minutes. Um, I'm going to go into my teenage years here. Maybe I'll go into the divorce years, but I would I'd like to skip ahead to the teenage years and get over a little of the angst and um, uh, go into some of my gangbanger years and uh, next time. So uh, this is Big Vito signing off, and uh, I hope we get some followers. It's going to get a little more interesting next time. This is just a little flavor of what you can expect, so... You guys have a good one, and uh, take care, be cool, and uh, peace.